0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club.
0: Andrew Postacoglu doesn't believe in hoodoos, and with the help of Dyson Maeda, James Forrest and a few others, he managed to put any Tony Macaroni-based fears to the side, as Celtic blew Levy away with a solid 3-1-1 at the weekend. It leaves Celtic top of the Scottish Premiership with just eight games remaining, as the Australian looks to win back the title at the first time of asking. This is episode 60 of the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino, and this week I'm joined by Miff and Paddy to cover all things Celtic. Miff, you made your debut at the Tony Macaroni on Sunday, so that's you, one win from one, 100% records. Yes. Uh, we can't ask any more of that from <laughs> no, you. No, no,
1: uh, regarded by the bus as a bit of a lucky charm. Uh, hello Tino, hello Paddy, hello guys. Yes, delighted, absolutely delighted. And what a way to do it. I think not only did we win, we played very well and it's as well as we've played in, in recent weeks. There was a bit of a dip after the Motherwell game. It was, you know, a point of discussion on the on the podcast for a few weeks. But um, rather than blindly panic, uh, the fans turned up in their numbers, supported the team the way that Livy allocate the tickets means it's very much like a home game <laughs> it certainly felt like that right. um, great atmosphere
0: beautiful day Celtic winning dominating the game what's not to love? what is not to love? Hey, Paddy you were also there on Sunday uh, cheers for the invite lads um, what did you make of the performance?
2: <laughs> I well that's the the so called who do it the spaghetti had out the window now so it's um, just great for us just to kind of push on uh, with this season um, and you know A lot of people were saying that that, that yesterday was probably the biggest of the season so far. I'm just glad that we kind of put to bed the fact that we know we're a better team than Livingston. and We just outplayed them yesterday Um, and it was very comfortable for us. So, yeah, very, very happy with the three points, but still a long way to go.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would say we overwhelmed them.
2: Oh, I like it. I like it. Yep,
0: yep. very yep. nice. <laughs> uh, you're all in business mode, meth. I see. Ye. Yeah, straight, straight <laughs> for work. <laughs> straight for work. Hence why the togs are on tonight, folks. <laughs> words like overwhelming. And uh, you may you actually mean. head to yourself, "God, is that how you go to work?" I think but it is. Paddy, so. <laughs> um, you say so-called hoodoo, but there's no doubt it's a ground we've struggled at um, in recent times. So Sunday was the first time we'd beat Levy in five games, or at least away from home in five games. That was three draws and two defeats in those five games. Obviously, there's further stats about we've not actually beaten them since 2007, but Levy have got outside the league at that uh, for a long <laughs> period of time. They've also
1: proved a pesky opponent at home at times as well, though, to be fair. They're, they're just one of those teams that are just difficult to
0: beat, but they've been they've been fine. You know, credit yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. They are a sticky team, no doubt. I mean, do you know the the goal scorers and the result the last time we beat them in 2007? Have you seen this? Did Riordan score? Yeah, Ryderland got two, uh, either side of a Darno Day goal and a Jan Venegar of Hesling goal, so oh, how long ago. Happy days. It was also Paul bad. Hartley's Paul Hartley's debut at that time. Oh,
1: I remember those days well, that's when I used to go to the games in the sauce and that. was I used to go to the games in the sauce and that, pre-marriage, pre-kids. <laughs> we swally for the Celtic then. Um,
0: <laughs> days are long gone, long gone. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we've had our the challenges there. 15 minutes in, we get a penalty. At the post. Were you thinking it was going to be one of those days? I was
1: behind that particular goal. Didn't think it was a penalty. I've not seen it back yet. Um, I thought it was a very harsh award. Right. Um, but happy with it.
2: You think it was a penalty? Yeah, yeah, the guy's threw himself into the tackle and kept his arm out. I say aye. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, 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 it looks planted. Obviously, but when when it hits his arm, it's planted onto the ground. But he's come off the ground and slid into it. It's a definite handball. You to need
1: to sell bigger. To me, it just looked like, you know, it's happened while well. he's been on the ground. That is just, was just what I thought at the game. But um, I was trying to... Hold up a five year old at the time so they could get a better vantage point. So please forgive me if I called it wrong. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yes, uh, I thought, here we go. It's just It's just one of these things. That, I mean, is that the second penalty McGregor's missed this season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mac, you're playing Wilson. Just don't bother again. Just what, don't bother. Bobby's header just after the penalty. I know. Oh, that was even worse. That was even worse.
2: All, all after I tweeted on Friday night saying it was going to be McGregor's game
1: because we never heard the last time. Ever,
2: I'm like, what are you doing, Callum?
1: <laughs> However, he, he, he was like the rest of the team I thought in general he was excellent but if you miss Aye. a penalty and miss a sitter you've probably known your best game but um, no uh, poor poor I, I, I don't with well, Joranvic being the bench Xhaka Makis the preferred penalty taker also being on the <laughs> bench probably who who would it be Rudic you'd be thinking well he's got history no, putting him there. over the bar yeah, um, 2016 Greg Taylor for
0: me pro Yeah we move, <laughs> move on, on Move on no. now um, But yeah so obviously you're, you're, you're 15 odd minutes in We miss apparently McGregor misses a big chance After that you're thinking You know Was it going to be one of those days But very very quickly Dies made Scored the my paddy Yeah
2: I, I mean it, Again Just one of those ones It's just Good instinct from him To be in that position as well He's followed in After the, the attempt from Starfelt And a great header for of Starfelt as well it Was actually a really good save um, So yeah, a, a really good goal and um, a deserved goal. Um, I've not seen, I, I'm, I'm going back to see just, not going back onto the penalty, but see just the, the discussion of it, of whether it's a handball. I'm looking at some of the discussions last night in sports scene. Some of them are crazy, just um, regarding the fact they didn't think it was a penalty either because his hand was planted, but as I said, he's dived into it.
1: Who but, was the sports scene panel?
2: <clears throat> it was Stephen Thompson, Kenny Miller and Richard Foster. So okay, thanks yeah, for that. Nah, yeah. That's all we need to kind of say on that. But they also played corner that was awarded four times to show that it wasn't a corner. Mm-hmm. And it was all, I pretty much all the same camera angle they showed as well. Just getting the point across as well. It's just one of those nights in sports scene where it kind of really annoyed me though. Yeah, it's not a corner, but I mean, how many times do you see that happen to us? Like, and sorry, who were the studio guests again?
0: <laughs> I think if you're ever unsure if Celtic are top of the league or not, all you need to do is look at the fallout on a Monday yeah. as to the, the decisions. You know, there's some kind of run in the mill things, corner maybe, corner not and stuff. And they're running, you know, full scale inquiries, mm-hmm. you know, in real, I mean, the, at one point in sports scene, they've put up the, what do they call it, is it the IFAB rules? Yeah, for, the for, a, for a handball. For handball and the, you know, the definition of what is and what isn't handball. I mean, geez, peace lads, you uh, know, this is kind of run of the mouth football stuff. Some you get, some you don't and it's. High drama. It's still
2: it, like with well, that, that rule coming up though. It still for me mm. doesn't take it away for the fact that the boy ha- has been on the deck right, but he's raised his body in order to try and block any other cross, and in doing so, he's had to bring his arm up again and plant it again.
1: So he's he's, he's made himself bigger. So it's a definite handball for me. I him. think Paddy's been more technical than I rules if I'm being perfectly yeah. honest here. I'm if ready. If you <laughs> ready <laughs> for us he's,
0: he's done yeah. his prep if I you're upset at that one uh, lovey fans what were the one where Tom Rodgers catches the ball in the middle of the park and runs a full 10 yards with it before laying it down and passing it into less,
2: <laughs> less than a yard away from him yeah. it's hit off him
0: it's madness so Aye. going to skip by the decisions quite rightfully so yep. Um, back to Maeda so real striker's finish you know he's shown some real instinct there to you know peel away at the back post and just nod at home there's been a fair bit of chat on him bit of criticism how do you think he fared? I, th- I thought he again he seems to want to do everything in a rush Um
1: sometimes he tries to do everything the first time when he could just take a wee touch mm-hmm. but I think it's just the way it's just the way that he plays clearly but if he just showed a wee bit more composure I think he'd have a lot more to offer but that said, work great phenomenal um, just very quickly before we go on further Maida, guess which um, Celtic Exchange podcast member had £2 on Starfield first goal at 25-1 that wasn't me, thank you, that was me <laughs> um <laughs> what a save it's a great save (laughs) Arrow went right into the bottom corner great save Um, but Maeda on on the spot and I think fans always have an issue with a goal scorer when they don't maybe do much else Mm -hmm. and their link up play isn't maybe the sharpest you know not everybody's going to be say a Henrik Larson a Musa Dembele a Gary Hooper there will be players who just score goals and Maeda looks like he's going to be one of them albeit that he's very fast and he works hard that'll do for me You know, I'm I'm not expecting everybody to be a Furahashi, everybody to be a Mustafin belly If he gets the ball, you know, and he works hard to shut the ball down up front, and he puts the ball in the back of the net, if he's that type of player, or quite often fans moan about the fact we've not got a goal scorer. Then we get one, and we moan about the things he doesn't do. For me, the guy starts stack up. What I see with my eyes is a guy that works very hard. Yes,
0: he's a bit. Rough around the edges and other parts he's played, but it will do for me. He's also extremely important in terms of how Ange sets up, Paddy. So, you you know, you know, all about the high press that he he likes his teams to do. And I think guys like Maeda are, are, are central to all of that. And I think by and large, since he's come in, you know, obviously he and the other lads come in in January. When available, he starts games for Ange. It's more now to the point where actually hearing um,
2: something for Jackie McNamara um, talking about him and <coughs> He's not saying he's he's like Larson, um, but what he'd be saying is that some of his movement off the ball is very Larson-esque in the sense that he knows how to read the game, he knows to be in those right positions, and that's just a clever, te- like uh, a clever player being able to just to know how to read the game, how to get in behind the
1: defenders. I've noticed that a lot from him lately. I, I would say, see when you're at the games and you see the movement mm-hmm. that he it makes, it's a total, it puts a total different, yeah, kind of, it gives you a different view of it. it it's just. Aye You can see he's, he's pulling up He's away and made a run Pulled up He's back yeah. He's making another run By the time the ball Actually gets
2: him One of the things you said though Just, just um, before coming on to this Is about He's maybe just too quick And he's um, And, and trying to play players through Or trying to knock the yep. ball on I'd really like to see him Alongside Kyogo Because If you remember right When Kyogo was starting to hit, hit A bit of form When he first mm-hmm. started well, we're all talking about we're missing that player that's quick enough for him to get the ball through yeah. quick enough to him. And I wonder if that's what we're possibly going to see down the line. And it would be interesting if we do get that. It'd be brilliant. Yeah.
1: Just on the point you made as well, he almost scored a goal of the season candidate with the, the, the move that the team yeah. produced. It was looking of one touch football and he's just tried to go for the near post and the keeper stuck a leg out. I think he would also a fairly uh, notable contribution to Forest goal as well. I mm-hmm. think he played quite a, quite a pick. Quick pass for that So uh, Maeda Again I said that about um, What was the game Was it the, the Dundee game if, uh, The St game If you looked at the performance And thought Maeda was the issue I, I, I yeah. don't know what game yeah. You're watching Likewise Yesterday He's popped up in the goal line Where a striker should be mm-hmm. And there's a rebound um, He's contributed massively To
0: the, the, the team's performance So uh, Thumbs up for me Yeah absolutely So I mean Let's look at the team lineup as well So obviously um, Maeda included it's fair to say Angie's team selection raised a few eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So Maida starts and everyone was banging the drum for Jack Marcus. You know, we, we spoke about it over the last couple of weeks, even though you know, were all kinda we had one eye in this levy game as the yeah. potential banana skin and everyone was I think you quoted me if somebody said that Jack Marcus was almost purpose built for yes. such a game. You know yes. something like that. Uh, lo and behold, he starts from the bench, you know, to everyone's surprise. Ralphson also starts instead of Yaranovich. Beaton comes in effectively instead of Hatati to allow McGregor you know, to move up to good effect further up the midfield and James Forrest is an, instead of a badder you could question all of them mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of us did pre-match but Andrew's right well I mean Raul Stanovich was, was excellent
1: um, and he justified his selection the aggression that he showed is what you need to match Livvy in those those situations um, Forrest I thought was really bright when he came on against St Mern, and he's just continued that that form on and I think that's really important for us because a confident and fit, James Forrest is a huge asset for us. Of course it is. Especially it. when he's an experienced senior member of the squad getting into, you know, a really tight, um, nervy part of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, that's a that's a massive thing. Forrest coming back, finding a bit of form, and finding a bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. I was delighted, really delighted for him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's always been a bit of a target, a, a section in support. Um, but... You just look at what he's achieved and what he's done for the club. Um, I'm specifically talking to you, there, Tino. Um So you, you can. <laughs> I hear you, see, <laughs> brother. You know, you, you can. You can see that. For me, it was just vitally important. He contributed yesterday, and he did. The, the other selections: Jack Marcus coming back from injury. I think we would all have liked him to have played, but I can understand why why he didn't. You know, pitch opponents, all those types of things. Um, but.
0: Maeda again, you know, doing the business. He, he, proved, he proved the right selection. Yeah. Just, you know, going back to James Forrest very briefly. So, you'll have heard the stat, but that's him now scored in 13 straight league seasons. 13 seasons. That is phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, he's got his detractors' myth and. I may or may not be one of them at certain times, but you cannot argue with that, Paddy. It's phenomenal stats. And if he's found form, he's found it at the right time, hasn't he? Absolutely. I think um, it was John McGinley on
2: Twitter, uh, Twitter made a very good um, very good statement about it. Just the fact that he did look very bright, I thought, against uh, St Mirren during the week. And, you know, if you're going to difficult places like it is yesterday, your manager's possibly having a, a bit of a dilemma in who he starts, because Abad is had an incredible start to um, life at Celtic and I just think that he's especially since I went break Abad has been one of our best players um, so to kind of say do you know what I still f- think that Abad is going to be the main the main player in that position but I want to keep Forrest on his toes um, and I want to keep Abad on his toes and just and give him that game and he, he grabbed it, he grabbed the opportunity yesterday, I thought. Hmm. A lot of people are saying he was great in the second half. I thought, see, he's working the first half. Um, he, has ball in to Ralson. I think it was Ralston to win, to win that corner. Yeah, obviously it was, yeah, yeah it to was. win the corner. It's just, that's Forest of Old. Just looking, I'm not going to be able to take this player on. I don't need to. I've got the runner there and it's just the outside of the boot. Perfect pass, perfect weight, enough for Ralston to take the touch. I just thought yesterday he was all over that that front line as well. He wasn't just in the right the right wing position. Any corner we got on the left hand side, it was getting by Jota. Forrest was coming over to try and meet and see if they could take the the short one, which they've they've been enjoying doing lately. Um, no, I thought he did a great first half as well as the second.
1: He, he nearly got in as well. He tried to yeah. take it in his chest and he just kind of stumbled. I actually, thought it was maybe going to, to go off that. after that, but mm-hmm.
0: uh, just he, he was everywhere. Uh, he was yeah. Aside from Forest, you know, obviously coming in for Abada as Paddy mentions, myth. Angie's clearly gone for some physicality, you know, Ralston yeah. certainly gives you more of that than Juranovic, very different types of players, Juranovic far more a ball player, definitely a kick taker as well, um, but, uh, Ralston's clearly got that physicality, he's also brought in Beaton, maybe for a couple of reasons, one, it does allow McGregor to move forward, mm-hmm. and two, it gives him that height and physicality, how do you think that impacted the game? It impacted it well I mean, Beaton's
1: Beton He gives you what he gives you But he, he was sleeping for that header um, Just right before half time So you yeah. can see it's worked in, in some ways But it was almost very costly Because yeah. that would have yeah. Had us get in at 1-1 Which would have been absolutely criminal mm-hmm. The way we'd played in the first half So that is Beton That's what he gives right. you He gives you probably 90% of absolute class you know it's a great player but there's that 10% absolute muck that he can throw up. Yeah, no, that, time that as well. I well. No, it is, but I mean, yeah. you know, he, he, he continually seems to find a way to let us down after a period of, of looking like a really good player. So hmm. we, we be told that's just what it is. He's going to get played because Ange trusts him. That's fine. You know there will be the odd mistake in there, and we just
0: need to love it. Yeah. And what do you make of that, Paddy? So Miff mentions the chance. You, you'll know the one just on mm-hmm. half time where Obelis cracked the bar. He's also a, a chance early bells actually. Yeah. Nothing each, but yeah, Joe Hart's made a decent save. save. Um And then the goal we've conceded, and that's frustrating, isn't it? You go three all up, you're absolutely cruising, and then immediately, and we've done it a couple of times now this season. Yeah. Immediately after you concede a goal, if you look at it, you know fairly closely, you'll see that the flick on is from Fitzwater, Jack Fitzwater, six foot two, who's up against Smith? i put you at your GT3 misery. Greg Taylor 3 GT3 Height 5'7 Right yeah. Now that's just a basic You know I understand zonal marking At corners and different things But if you see this Six foot two monster Steering up at a corner Surely you put one of our big guys on him Forgive me again Because We were still Bouncing about for the third goal And I
1: had to be Again The new one Up my shoulders Um the, the the My two boys actually didn't believe me that Lovett scored Because there was no <laughs> yeah, discernible no difference in the, in the Celtic end But everybody was still jumping up and down yeah. And I'm like, no, it's 3-1 But I thought Hart looked quite slow for the rebound yeah, I agree Would, would that be right? That's how I felt
0: at the game I'm like, why is he not just saved that? My it feeling on slow. that, so obviously you lads are there Thanks again for the invite My feeling on that was, was Leverkusen, that's all I've got to say oh. <laughs> You've got me there Um once you lose that flick on once Fitzwater flicks it into a dangerous area mm. it's then a bit of a mix between Catlett-Vickers I think can do a wee bit better I also think Ralston can do a wee bit better and in terms of the goalie you, you lads clearly have your thoughts on it but the guy prods it home for about three yards out I'm not too sure if the goalie can or cannot be there do you think he's, he should be coming for a it I feel as if
2: Hart was down already before the shot was even hit though that's a uh, kind of what I think you're meaning in that sense he's kind of committed to a shot almost being hit before it's happened Um I wouldn't put all the blame in heart. Um, it shouldn't. It shouldn't reach that position in the first place. But um, I mean, for me, it's just uh, we have been guilty of that a few times this season. It's switching off when we think the job's done. Um, and it, at no point did Livingston really like, worry me. I, I know they had the one off the. Um, I know they had their two chances. Uh, the safety heart, and I know they had the one off the crossbar. But other than that, I, we nullified anything that they were really they were really trying to do against us. Um, so have switched off they thought the game is done they just need to be a bit sharper there and they'll learn
1: in fairness to heart he's probably think thinking maybe hey, what pellets are murder see when you get down and you're <laughs> sweating and you, get, so, you know you're playing sevens or playing five Don't you want that oh, nah you're alright lads look a goal
0: just a he's go fair <laughs> enough uh, what about the win itself we've kind of glossed over the the actual goals so obviously James Forrest with a big contribution it's actually very uh, Ange-like in terms of how how hard we've pressed and harried to win the ball back in the first place very quickly they've played Anthony Jota he looked a bit more like himself as yes, well you know, it's, it's worth commenting on that but yeah. he's just turned and played it you know, almost immediately on the path of James Forrest great by Jota, great run by Forrest and overall a really good goal he took probably the best part of about 10
2: minutes to realise he was going to have the better at Devlin for 90 mm-hmm. and um, he was he was outstanding yesterday Jota uh, very effective, he's crossing I remember he's crossing the first game at the, the Tony Macaroni he was was woeful, he was putting it far too high and uh, Obeliah was winning every ball uh, whereas yesterday it was a lot more direct A lot more to the byline From both sides actually Ralston was very good at it too and uh, As well as Forrest to, to an extent um, But I thought Jota yesterday was outstanding And just beating that man Getting a good ball in we, I was saying this to the guys yesterday on the way home That game is on a faster park on grass That's 6-0 uh, Yesterday for me We could have scored a lot more um, The ball holds up so much more and on, on a park like that And it's also drier yesterday too I just felt that yesterday we gave 110%. We, we ran ourselves into the ground to make sure that we were winning every single ball. We were making sure every pass was, was effectively completed as well. Um, but we were relentless yesterday. I thought
1: we were great. Yeah.
0: What did you think of Jutta yesterday?
1: I, I thought it was magic and it was great um, in the first half, the, the goal that we were behind. Being so close to the action, you can just see how quick he's feel. Aye. His touch touches, touches well. T- he was just sucking Devlin in and just moving the ball either side. He was going in and out. It was it was just brilliant to watch. It, it, there's nothing better than a, a winger full of confidence right. taking guys on. It's yeah. just brilliant it's you know, that, that in terms of football it's just brilliant to watch. And his delivery was really on point yesterday. If you've got that Jotter again coming into the stage of the season we're at, mm-hmm. if if he's going to be playing like that and he's going to be thriving with that confidence, that's what we saw at the start of the season. It bodes very well if you've got Forrest
0: and shot on that form on either wing. Yeah, you mentioned there, so Forrest and Joe, extremely important to have these guys top of their game for the you know the remaining eight games, Barry. Mm-hmm. What do you think overall? So, you know, looking beyond those two and, and into the rest of the squad, what do you think overall a win like that does for confidence? Because like at Olympic, who do, no who do, whatever, this was pre-Ange, all that stuff. It was definitely there. It was definitely in the players' minds. Um, I was watching at home and Carter Vickers was interviewed before the game and he was asked about it. And, you know, it's... It's something they've talked about so that you know it wasn't something that fans only spoke about and players ignored. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that's been hovering around and to put it to bed and to put it to bed so emphatically, you know, it's got to be a big plus for the, the feel good around the camp. Well they know they can
2: beat every team in the league now. That's it. That. And that's what you just take forward granted the rest of the season. Is that you, you can beat every team on your day. If you play better than them, you're going to win. Yeah. That, that's it. That.
0: You feel a bit confidence coursing through that squad, Myth? Well, I think in relation to the, the fixture
1: at Livingston, mm. the players are only human. You know you are obviously got to talk about it And think Or even In the negative I hate going to that place I hate that part um, If you go It's an extra motivation If you can be the squad That wins the three points You know You're not going to get any trophy for it You're probably not going to go down get <laughs> down in history for it You know Beating Livy At their, their home park It should be something that is seen as run at the milk To Celtic But it hasn't been That's the point It hasn't been And better are perceived better teams In Celtic's history Have struggled there as well mm-hmm. So To just go and do it Psychologically It's a big lift But I think the most important thing For me Obviously three points are important and There's no getting away from that It was the level of performance right. The level of performance Was back to where We expected it yep. to be And is more like Angie's Celtic That we've become accustomed To over the past 20 odd games Maybe You know Save the last three or four Which have been a bit more um a bit more, or less like so. I think that was the most important thing for me. Not only just getting the points. I dare say there there've been a few um, thirsty bears tuning in <laughs> with their six cans, lunchtime start. You know, expecting to see his dropping points. Yeah. I think that was very quickly nullified by the with the way that we started playing. You could just tell that the players
0: had decided no, not today. Yeah. Paddy, what do you think of the, the added bonus? Obviously squad rotation, you know, utilised pretty effectively by Ange. The added bonus that guys like Juranovic, they offer him, Hatati, very short run out, Abada, Jack and Marcus O'Reilly getting very, you know, short cameos on yeah. the day. It's good use of the squad, isn't it? And it'll, it'll benefit us moving forward. Entirely. And he's in the the eleven that's come in yesterday and I'm
2: including the likes of Beton, uh, Ralston and Forrest. He's trusted, trusted those players for that type of game, um, absolutely, like you were mentioning there, it's more of a physical game but the, the aggression shown by every single player yesterday to win the ball back when it was lost, to make sure, like I say, the pass is completed on a surface like that cause sometimes it holds up and just all in all the general play yesterday was outstanding. And again, that gives food for thought for those that are sitting on the bench, like, I need to be on my toes to make sure that I, I come back into this lineup. Although I know he does rotate it uh, well enough, but one of the questions the guys were all talking about yesterday is, see games like that, where it's a case of, you know, we, we are pushing for the attack. Is Ralston your better option in that sense? Uh, I think Djuranovic has been outstanding for us. I'm not taking anything away from him. I think Djuranovic is a better defender, though, than Ralson. Um so I'm thinking something along the lines of, on the attacking sense, I think that much of a muchness though. I, I, like the, the deliveries from Ralston in the past few games that he's played in have been outstanding. Yeah, and I'm just wondering how does he kind of continue to rotate that, or is that just what he's going to do
0: for the remainder of the season? I think uh, Ralston's assists are probably better than Idrinovic. No, yeah. tell you all you need to know. He, 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 you know, I think just look at the two of them as footballers. I think Idrinovic is clearly a better footballer but Ralston is so effective you know he brings so much to the game and the way he powers forward added that in the mix he absolutely loves it ah, he I, does. I posted a video on Twitter this afternoon it was just the the unique angle video from the first goal and he's all about oh, it and, I, and he's he right up in oh, the I, crowd and geez he gives his everything he absolutely loves it 100% and he's playing with his
2: heart there absolutely you know he is um, one of the things going on that the way he assists is uh, one of the guys actually pointed out yesterday what Ralston's likely to do and he's comfortable in doing it because he's he's stronger than most most defenders he's coming up against. Is that he's happy to go to the byline for that cross? And I think you maybe missed that with Juranovic. I think he'll maybe try and put it in before he hits hits yep. the that last man and, mm-hmm. and the crosses in. You know, the strikers might not have kept up with the play by that point. Whereas if you're getting the ball in and you've got players still running in, more chances for me or more chances for them to score in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's caused me a lot of, lot of thinking in the last twenty-four
0: hours. Some sleepless nights. Some, some sleepless sleepless nights. To take you right back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. but um, it's a great position to be in. It's a good headache to have. It uh, really is. So last week my fit was Ange out. This week it's Juranovic out. Controversial. <laughs> Certainly is. Um, it's it's just a
1: such a peculiar problem, an unexpected problem to uh, have. I, uh, I, I I still can't
0: kind of believe I'm watching the same play. I'd love to have that problem at left back I do still think it's an issue for us and I know we t- we've spoken a lot in this show but Greg do Taylor you, eh? and yeah. I think he's fairly effective domestically <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll give it that but yep. I think if we're going to move forward and improve as a team that is an area of focus Damned by on. faint praise fairly effective at reasonably no bad As an international left back you're
1: talking about He's on international right. left
0: back <laughs> International sub Anyway All in all Good day to Tony Macaroni So yep. let's move on from that one um, Before we move on To our next section I want to give everyone A short reminder That we're still running Our competition To win a signed And framed treble treble shot, Complete with Scottish Premiership Winners medal It's a brilliant prize And you can see some pictures And video of it Across our social media pages uh, We've also included A link in the, to the competition In the show notes For this episode And for just £5 You could be in with a chance Of winning a prize Which is easily worth a few grand uh, and maybe even more. So check out and good luck to everyone who enters. You want something to say, Miff? Uh, no, no, wee wee no, no just, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm just poised. I'm just poised. I like it. Just poised. Also, while we're at it, I also want to give a shout out to Kieran Owens, who turns 18 this week on Tuesday, 8th of March. Kieran's dad, Stevie, is a good friend of the show, so happy birthday, Kieran. Have a good one whenever it comes. Miff, I feel a wee bit like Tiger Tim here doing, <laughs> doing the happy shout happy outs back here, in the day. happy
1: birthday, Aye, happy birthday mate.
0: Cheers, lads. Uh, Miff, can you remember what you were doing on your 18th? Uh, yes,
1: I certainly can. I was, by the way, remarkably, this wasn't Agreed, I was wearing a yelly, ye- yelly, yellow, yellow, yellow Tommy Hilfiger uh, shirt, a pair of cream cords, <laughs> uh, a pair of it might have been a pair of pods or kicker shoes, heading up to bar one and Motherwell, which is not a Tony Macaroni. It not. The irony. Um, Life has come full drinking, circle, drinking pints of diesel, <laughs> getting knocked back from pointy birds. So there we go. Kieran, Kieran, that could be you. <laughs> more things change,
0: the more we stay the same. Absolutely. <laughs> like young man. Man, <coughs> do you get any memories of your 18th? No. It's only a few years ago for a young man like you?
2: Uh, absolutely no. It's about 15, mate. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Okay, so only one. But yep, all the best, Kieran, when it comes. So um, moving back to the, the title race in general, you know, obviously we've got that uh, victory against St. Murr during the week as well. So 2-0, fairly comfy, if uninspiring performance. Goals from Carter Vickers and Carolyn McGregor. Um, but that, in addition to the Livingston result ensures it's now nine wins, and just one draw, the Hibs draw away, and the 10 games since we came back from the winter break. It's really solid form.
1: Excellent form. in the Samirn game it was a, a nice reminder of how much I can stand up with Robert Robinson, jumping about in the side of the park. I t- it just takes me back to that game where they scored for the throw in, and he was always oh, oh, just a young lad, you know what? See you. Bolt. Yeah. Um, but one thing he does know how to do Is organise a team to come to Celtic Park They're always fairly difficult to, to break down It was the same when it was at Motherwell And St Myrne, you know, they were so rigid In their defensive front, probably more so than I, I thought Ross County at the start of the season was bad I thought Dundee United was bad I thought Livingston was bad Aye. But I think St Myrne showed the least attacking endeavour Of any team that's been at Celtic Park They just refused to come out completely yeah. Yeah, That'd be
2: a strange one for them, I think, as well Under yeah. Robinson, because Goodwin had them actually playing some all right football, mm-hmm. like some decent football, and and even against us at points, you know. Um, I think so they missed the boy
1: McGrath. He was a he was a class, aye, very aye. good. Player. He was a class. Boy. Yeah,
0: I mean, probably there was a lot of chat, chat, chat after the game about the fact that what what you're about right what uh-huh. say that again. Um, but a lot of chat about how you, we didn't play particularly well, and actually we've started a wee bit in the last few games. Obviously with, with the draw of hubs. But you know, smarter folk than us and guys like Chris Sutton, who have been there and done that, you know, they've all suggested that if you go and win a title race, you don't have 38 brilliant performances. No. It's just not natural. Even under Rogers, that invincible stuff. I, I was just going to say that. I, I can remember Sviatchenko 1 0, Ross County, I, oh, I I mean, uh, Partick Thistle as well
1: 1 it was, it was There was some, yeah. some fairly like, grim games. I read, I read a good way to
2: look at it. You take those two goals in the first half and have a second half performance. That, that it was quite drab in the, like the way it was in the first... You, you go home, like, I got the job done. I think we just get the job done last yeah. Wednesday. I'm happy yeah. with that. It was yeah. okay.
0: And you're definitely getting to a stage in the season where it, it, it really, I mean, cliche, cliche, but really is all about the three points, isn't it? It is not it is, I, And
2: I think these these players know that now. And as I say to you, like, um, what we're kind of talking about is Anne's slightly stubborn with, um, you know, continual line-up selections for obviously what we've seen in the second leg against uh, Bodo Glimt when he continued to play um, Rogic and O'Reilly. Yeah. We've also said that that's something that could possibly work domestically as well but it didn't work for those games but he wanted to try it again for me I just think he wants to keep every single part of that squad on their toes ready to fill in because after the Rafe Rovers game there was a few that hadn't played for a while And they didn't look entirely interested. I know we won the game quite comfortably, but they didn't look entirely interested for the 90 minutes. And that's what he wants. He wants that 90-minute professional. Um, and I, I tell you something as comfortable as yesterday was that goal won't go down easy won't go down well in the changing room I mm-hmm. think it'll be something that will just be like we need to be switched on for 90 minutes every single game grinding us running
0: yeah I think you make a great point there Paddy as well in terms of nobody can rest easy in terms of their place being guaranteed I yeah. think what Ange has got is a there's a genuine general spine of the team where Joe Hart you know will always start games mm-hmm. Carl Vickers and Starfelt you know more often than not and McGregor that aside, it's all up for grabs. Yeah. He changes his full-backs, he changes his midfield wide guys, and he changes his front three. And I don't think anybody in that dressing room can say, I've had a couple of decent games here, I'm having a no-bad season, and I'm a for the next game. No, and I think that's
1: the way it should be. Um, you know, McGregor and Hart are, are the senior players. And you're, you're, I think and has been in record a good few times saying he doesn't like messing about with the centre-half no. partnership. Um, everybody's been anxious to get Julian back in to see what he could offer, but... I don't think we're at that time in the season where Same. You, you mess about with that. If the centre-halves are battle-hardened and they've got a, a decent partnership on the go, then I think you stick with that. I think the most surprising thing for me, I know set-pieces still seem to be a wee bit of an Achilles heel, not just for the goals we've conceded, but the chances we're, we're conceding for, for set-pieces, if that's the right thing to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the general, you would think a team that's so focused on attack... Would leak more chances We, we don't really You know the, def- the, the defensive structure Of the team Seems to be really good That's for attacking In midfield as well And I do think That stems For the likes of Maeda And how hard And even a as well How hard they work off the ball yeah. um, when, when they're shutting down it's just, uh, The word you used earlier Paddy was relentless And mm-hmm. I think that's Exactly what it's like <coughs> Excuse me I, I, excuse me is that I, a full I, stop I just, I, I was, I just <laughs> excuse you indeed um, excuse me
0: was the full stop sir so. excuse me fair enough um, Paddy, I, couldn't, I couldn't get my pitching toned in there because I was struggling. So. got you <laughs> Paddy we've not lost a league game since that Livingston away result uh, back on the 19th of September long time ago mm-hmm. uh, 24 games ago to be exact and since then we've won 28 and drawn 4 league games that now leaves us as we all know 3 points clear at the top of the table 11 goals ahead now so we've managed to increase that over the weekend with just 8 games left to play um, Matthew, I'll come to you first. As a slightly more cautious one, uh, in the team here, how do you feel about that at this stage? How do I feel about it? I'm I'm absolutely
1: delighted. If I'm being honest, uh, I didn't think I didn't think this is where we'd be. I didn't. Um, <laughs> within ten points at Christmas, I think was my that was my sunny outlook. <laughs> um, so, but but that I know that looks stupid now, but that was a good reason. Um, I Think the the way that things have have swung in our favour over the festive period the reinforcements we've brought in and also let's be quite frank about it rangers form tailing off you know that is that's a huge contributory factor so i am I'm, i mean well, i'm optimistic obviously I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic i don't i don't say that you know just just for the sake of it just because i'm, I'm on this podcast i'm optimistic we'll win the league because we've given ourselves a chance to do it that's why yeah you know we've put we've put ourselves in this position so um that run of games that you mentioned there and there was a bit of hysteria after drawing the Hibs. much like like Levinson, our a record that Easter Road in the league isn't isn't tremendous either. Mm-hmm. You know we, we did win there at the start of the season, but overall, you, you know it tends to be a, a a ground that we do drop points in most seasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think you just just need to take each game as it comes. As Ange, Ange says, I think the team, the, the squad's got a bit of depth to it. Everybody seems to know their role. we have bounced back to form in terms of level of performance. I think we just
0: approach these games looking to win them all, and that puts everything to bed. Yeah, Paddy, there's a, a fine line between being optimistic as my is, and being wholly confident. Where do you sit on things?
2: Um, probably just in between that as well. Aye? I, th- I think it's, uh, I think, given everything that we've we've put into this season, um, it would be. It would be really sad if we didn't go and, and, and do this. Very, very, very sad. Very sad, very upset. No, I, I just think it's been uh, such a strong performance from us this year. Um, considering everything we've been, we've been up against with uh, having to rebuild a team, but what we've done is we've went out and made a statement with the players we brought in in, in August and then continued to bolster that team uh, in January. I think that's going to be the difference this season. I really do. I think our depth is, is starting to show... But I still don't even think we're settled yet. I, I still don't think those players that have come in in January are fully settled in. So what's it going to be like when they are? And I just think that now that we're kind of in a period where we're actually going to have a bit of time in between games. Um, we're also now, I think, we play before them every weekend up and before the split as well. That goes in our favour as well, in my opinion. I just think that now is the time just to hone in and just go for it and... and you know, the time on the training the training ground is just going to help us massively, like James was saying last week. Mm-hmm.
0: It's definitely on our hands. Yeah, 100%. I think it also shows you how important an effective January transfer window can be. Too yeah. often Celtic uh, can of tickle the January transfer window and bring in a, a lone guy here and there. At the end. <laughs> John Joe Kenny, my goodness.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> <Don't>, uh, <laughs> he's still buy his sign boot that's... at the club shop, by the way, I just know, to let, I let know. everyone
1: know there. I've seen, um, I've seen him playing against Borum Wood. Um, actually not a bad game
0: but I, I, would, argue, I would argue I see level but you anyway. yeah. <laughs> but you can see the impact you know Maeda you know Sunday being the most recent example Hatati, huge impact in the Rangers game and mm-hmm. the Hearts game O'Reilly showing some class here and there um, Goodie. you know still to see remains to be yeah. seen and the young uh, Johnny Kenny we'll see how he feels you know maybe moving forward but bit of a development player but really effective use of the January window and they've all you know the, the three guys I mentioned particularly have had a real impact and in, in the but, you know, put us where we are mm-hmm. and, and it's been so important. You'll have heard Ange been interviewed during the week uh, in the run-up to, to Livingston and that was his 50th game, I believe, yeah. uh, in charge of the club. And as you say, Paddy, we've put in such a, you know, an effort this season and it's been such a, you know, a good show and so far, it almost feels like two seasons in one, doesn't it? It feels yeah, like yeah. such a long time ago, you know, those pre-season friendlies in Wales myth and uh, the game against Hearts where John Souter scored the winner and, you know, Michelin, they feel like such a long time ago.
2: They do, and it's it's just a an incredible turnaround. You know we relied on our, our younger players quite a bit at the very beginning of the season. Uh, the likes um Welsh, uh, Young Dame Murray, um Montgomery. Owen Moffat. Aye Owen Moffat. I haven't. You? Like, I mean, that's showing you where we're actually where at. And I've Joey
0: s- Dawson. Yeah, I've seen these
2: guys. I've said countlessly on this this show that that's not um, for me. That's not the not any manager's fault. That's the board's fault. Um, and they need to learn from this. Uh, It's a constant reminder. I think it's kind of pretty much the old regime um, still in place. So they need to remember that this just can't happen again. We can't be in that position. Having said that, they've realised the mistake they've made. They've put the money out onto players, and I still think that we will centre in the summer, Mm -hmm. but it's still a massive schoolboy error from them.
1: Yeah. I think it's the first time since Anil that a manager's been properly backed. Um, You know, Strachan was back to a degree, but that was after he had called the squad of experienced players that were on big contracts mm-hmm. for the annual era. So that 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 was incrementally done over time, rather than just, you know, January's the first time where I can really remember say, right, who do you want? Let's go out and get them. Yeah. We've got them, we've brought them in and, and the job's been done. So um it just shows when you get when you get the right man in, in place and the board back them, it, it brings that unity to the whole club. Yeah. and you, you can see
0: that it really does feel that like everybody's pulling in the same direction this year yeah Paddy you've mentioned that you're you you know, you're quite sure we'll strengthen the summer I mm-hmm. think 100% I think this is not even the half of what Ange wants to no. achieve and I think we're very soon going to see Ange version 2.0 in terms of just stepping up to another level because we know We're in a very good position domestically and, you know, all going well, we'll we'll go and, you know, prove that in the remaining weeks of the season. But we've still got a a real step up to go and Bodo Glimt gave us a sharp reminder of that. There's still a way to go in terms of, you know, where we want to be. Uh, in Europe and beyond so we'll see how that all plays out Muff, uh, we'll take a quick glance at the, the next few fixtures pre-split so obviously we've got Dundee United first of all that's the Scottish Cup that's on the Monday did you get a ticket party? nothing yet but I'm trying, yeah. trying. They, they've been in short supply because uh,
1: I think yeah. Urbos only got two
2: and United have taken the shed I for this game, shed, uh, which I'd be surprised if they sell out no yeah. offence United but
0: we'll see um, so we've got Dundee United Scottish Cup uh, a week on Monday 14th of March then it is the three pre split games. So we've got Ross County at home Saturday 19th of March, Rangers uh, away Sunday 3rd of April, and then St Johnson at home on Saturday 9th of April. There's a few wee testers in there as well, if there's Nothing's going to be easy at this stage in the season. No, Ross County on good form.
1: Uh, United have proved a stubborn opponent already this season. So, um, no, and then obviously going, going to Ibrox is, a, is, is the biggie. So, this is this is it. This is the, the the time of the season where the games really really matter because mm. if you make a mistake or you lose a game, you've
0: not got a lot of time to call it back. Yeah, I mean every points a prisoner's paddy and that's yeah. that's for all teams that you know. There's such you'll have seen the the league t- table. I'm sure, but there's only one point separating fourth and eighth. So at the moment, the top six you know is looking like uh, Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Hibs, and Ross County. That can change very quickly in one round of fixtures. So it, it's all up in the air as to who will face post split
2: yeah absolutely it's um and you know we've been kind of talking about how many celtic uh, games <laughs> do we get at home in the split or how many do we get away end of the day we're just we're, we're still kind of doing this thing where we're taking it one game at a time and i I don't think obviously you want the the home the home fixture, of course uh, you want more than what uh, than, than the away ones, but I still don't think it phases and in any way in that sense I think he uh, you'll take whatever. Whatever they're given, and, and just make sure that they just go and get the job done. Yeah. Uh, having said that, obviously, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who we do come up against in this. But it's it's been actually a pretty good season in the league so far, and and they're still even a fight for relegation as well. So the games against the game against St Johnston's a difficult one at Celtic Park, but as will it be for Rangers going to Dens Park as well? Because yeah. that, these are games that yes, they're not banked to go and get anything, but they'll
0: they'll they'll bite your hand off for anything. So they could set up for the draw, you know. So. Yeah. I think everybody Everybody in the whole league Apart from Hearts Because <laughs> are fighting for something Hearts have absolutely Cemented third place yeah. They can't finish second They'll re- really Need to make a mess It to finish fourth So they'll just sail, sail along in third Every other team Is scrapping for something yeah. Whether it's European places Or top six Or getting clear of relegation or whatever So there's no Gimmies myth no, there isn't any gimmies and it's, it's quite funny that about bit, a bit Hearts who would have thought that they would have been
1: the ones just sitting pretty and I know. you know not or nothing to play for um, no, it's just a critical time and I think this is where our, well, hopefully our squad depth will really play its part you know, we've already referenced the fact that so many players seem interchangeable mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I, I just think that helps also I think psychologically playing before Rangers like Paddy reference as well is, is a big thing you can go there and you can set your marker but having two of those three games at home I think also helps you know it's, it's a case of like yeah. the Ross County game yeah. and the St, St. St. John's, St. John's, game. St. John's the so yeah um, like you say I mean Ross County's forum for probably a bit incredible they've no. been excellent so um, that'll, that'll be a tough game but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it just because I, I didn't think it would, it would be like this at the start yeah. of the season but as, as the season went on you could maybe tell it's got to be a bit closer than people thought, but for us to be in pole position at this stage, effectively four points with the goal difference, it's, it's a great place to be. Yeah. A, sure a question: is. For you is, Would you take uh, the boy Charles Cook for us? Yes. It was on my mind. Yes. yes. Right. I mean, he's had a great season. You see the way he gets in between the defenders. I, he's rapid as well. I did actually. I'm honestly not just saying this. I said that to the boss the next day. Of the game. See when we played against them at home. It, it, it always causes us a problem. Aye, even aye, even aye. In, even when we've been, you know. Comfortably beating him, he always looks like he's got to beat his man. He's,
2: twi- he's twenty five now, but I still think I'd I'd give him a wee punt and see how he gets on. I just think you kind of look at what obviously we lost. All of our strikers at one point, and then Maida just came in. Um, mm-hmm. may, maybe the kind of player just floats about in the background. I don't know.
1: Or, or, or does he come and make an impact? D- given that D- Dembele and Dok both looks, look what like they could be mm-hmm. on our
0: yeah. out in the summer, I, I don't think you're losing anything by bringing him in. No, he's not going to cost you a lot of money. No, you know that's the thing. And he's he's pro- is he still top scorer in the league. No, I think so. Aye. there there yeah. thereabouts anyway. Um, we'll get a good look at him in a couple of weeks' time as aye. well. So yeah, definitely want to uh, pay attention. To. Paddy, we also have this luxury of I think it's an eight day break between the Livingston game and the Dundee United game. Not sure if we've out with international breaks had that kind of spell, you know, at any point during the season. So it is a great opportunity for Ange to work with the players and, you know, maybe focus on some more kind of set-piece stuff mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Always gives a chance to, you know, rest and recuperate some of the, the other guys as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right, um, other than international stuff. And now,
2: with there being nothing on there, he's going to, get, he's going to have the full team together for the next what, seven, eight days before, um, sorry, seven days before Tanadice next week. I think it's huge for us. Just again, just looking at the the fixtures coming up before the split, just to get the team ready, mentally prepared. And we're still pushing for the treble here as well. Um, And I don't think Ange, We'll forget that. I don't think it's all about the league this season. Um, We want to go and do that as well, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And what a statement it would be if we did. Big big Paddy paddy still want this trail. Absolutely. I wanted the quadruple, but I never got it. So (laughs) um, No, but you you need to look at it that way. And and we've got the depth to do it. That's that's the thing. That's the difference from maybe where we were all sitting, giving our predictions uh, at the beginning of last season. Mm -hmm. Um, Rotation is key in his type of team. We were talking about, obviously, what he has. He has that core. um, He's not probably going to move about too much but the tempo in which we want to play we don't, we've not been playing it week in week out lately but the tempo in which we want to play does require rotation and i think we've got plenty and we've got players coming back as well hopefully as well so yeah i don't think we're, the sense of it tumbo or Kyogo will be too too long to go you might see them back end of the month beginning in april which would be great for us as well going into this push
0: yeah matthew you've got a dream big
1: no i know i know um I'm forgetting Paddy's quadruple dream, <laughs> <laughs> forgot
0: about that for a minute Yeah, there is a huge, listen it wasn't by choice, but there's a huge silver line in the fact that we don't have Europe, you know, this week. Yeah. Obviously Rangers have got a couple of tough fixtures and that's, that's part and parcel of, you know, competing in Europe. We would like to have been there, we're not, and actually it's going to be a real benefit for us to spend that time with the players over the next week or so. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd still
1: like to have been in, been in Europe, but uh, it is what it is, mm-hmm. and You know It could coincidentally End up giving us A a slight advantage With the fact that We're playing first So uh, Listen As where it is Like Ange seems to have A huge focus on On the time that it spends With the the team in the training ground I know that might sound Like a strange thing to say For a man that's employed To train a football team But (laughs) As we know Not not every Not necessarily Every manager Does take that um, That attention to detail On the training pitch But Ange does and so therefore You can only think A team's got to benefit
0: With a bit more time with them. Yeah I think so um, Paddy you quoted John McGinley on Twitter And there's another thing That I've seen John tweeted out um, In the last couple of days Having played 11 games Over the last five weeks Which is You know Hell of a run We've now got just four games In our next five weeks He's going to start charging us For this I know by the way That's okay I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll strike a deal with John um, But it's, it's just really interesting I... In terms of how relentless It's been But I say now at the business end of the season, there's a wee bit of breathing in them. Oh, Thank God, man. It's heart attack material. You're, you're, man, you're living in your
1: nerves.
2: He's yeah. talking about the players, but I know what you mean. Aye, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about us, man. Aye, you, all, you
0: always make it about yourself. Through man. the Absolutely. mill. Through the mill. Yeah. But also, as you briefly mentioned, Paddy, it may give us a wee chance to get the likes of Turnbull. Hopefully, Kyogo. Please. I, I would love to see the wee man back in Aye. action. Um, and maybe the likes of Julian, Dembele. You know, you might see a wee bit more of them just... Over the next few weeks, he needs to get back soon because I'm saving the t-shirt for when he's back. Miff <laughs> has got a wonderful t-shirt. To, uh, no, no, don't get, no, don't get away. That's fine. Don't get. All out. will be revealed once <laughs> Kyogo returns. Uh, Miff, you missed this section of the show last week, but we now wrap things up by asking uh, yourself and the lads for one good. And one bad thing from Celtic World right now. What we'll do, I'll give you a wee moment to think about it and I'll come to Paddy first. So Paddy, what you got this week? So one
2: good is just kind of what we've been speaking about. We're moving in just to this wee, wee spot where we've, we've got a bit more time for the players to kind of relax. Us as fans can relax a wee bit as well. Um, and just, you know, kind of learn more from what I just want to implement. Uh, one bad. I've me and the boys have been taking almost heart attacks when we're kind of getting a really, really good lead in some games and and just Joe Hart just needs to calm down with his distribution. Like, just slow it down, mate. Please, it's giving me a heart attack. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do you think that's on instruction though from Andrew? Is it a wee bit of his own enthusiasm? I remember
2: uh, reading something about it, apparently under Guardiola. Guardiola was talking about the best time to obviously just attack is after you've scored and you should never switch off. You should be as urgent as you were. And I think he's kind of still implementing something along those lines, but Nah, that, like games like yesterday, you're full of you're full 11 players need to be on the mm. ball like that and I I didn't see his like that at any point. Um, you just need to see Camden it's like a hot tatty sometimes,
0: mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for uh, Pep Guardiola's instructions filtering their way through our squad, but... You see we better seen... than Ange? No, It's not that <laughs> <not laughs> level yet. Similar. Yeah. Uh, 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 what about yourself, Miff? One good, one bad. One good. Um, well, the, the good being
1: the level of performance. I noticed something I hard on about uh, pretty much weekly, but it's a very important thing to me, Tino. Yeah, and, a lot to you. and to leave the ground yesterday just absolutely buzzing at every player playing mm. their part was just magnificent. And that is the one good thing about Celtic this week, Tino. Not just the three points, but the level of performance. Are hey, you give me one bad? One bad. You don't need to. You don't need to. But is he he honest, say, you know, to be honest, no, no. The, the guilt by association of this uh, Ange Cup, we. Rangers, you know, I don't, I I think we've created a kerfuffle here where there didn't really need to be one. The Ange homecoming trophy. The Ange homecoming, or as one of my friends called it, the mate cup. Mate cup. Mate. 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 Not having that at all. Mate. I think it's unnecessary. However, However, I do, I do contend that we should make a fuss of Ange.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, I've no of issue course. with that. There's other ways but to get away.
1: We could have bought my new pair of grey trousers. You
0: know, <laughs> so. have done something along those <laughs> lines. Yeah, I mean, others will argue. There's a lot of dough at stake. You know, and I believe Celtic get well. Been it, in. Listen,
1: if there's if there's the
0: figures quoted, was it six and a half
1: million? No, I know, think. Know, think you, I know how you, in, in like, law, you know why you Chris up. And Scotty in the Law well days, he'd have rode a boat out to Australia. Um to six and <laughs> a half million you know, big Pedro and, and it weighs uh Gant Speedozo. Right. But uh, no I, I, you know, it's listen, it's it's the way it is, it's commerciality, isn't it? it is. Where do you stand on
0: it, Paddy just very briefly?
2: Um, if the negotiations have been done correctly, and from what I'm hearing that Celtic have kind of Kenna been approached first for this and signed up to it for the money that they were getting, and then they've been allowed to come and pay tribute then. I'm sitting okay on it Right But I can understand As a fan base Where we're standing uh, it's, uh, it's not a friendly game For a start So no. No. That,
0: that's, that's a bit for me It's a prestige game It's yeah, a friendly. Game. Paris, you've got good contacts you getting tickets For those ones I've, Mate I've
2: <laughs> tested the Too many times This season with travelling I have no chance I'm going to Australia <laughs>
0: Fair enough Fair enough <laughs> So after a relentless run of fixtures, Ange and the players can now take a short but welcome break before the challenge of Dundee United in the Scottish Cup next Monday night. For most fans it's all about the league this season, but a cup final to look forward to and the Hamden sunshine would be a nice wee bonus to throw into the mix. Thanks to Miff and Paddy for joining me today and our thanks to you for continuing to follow and support the Celtic Exchange. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like this episode and subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to the podcast version, please give us a five-star review wherever possible. It makes a big difference and is really appreciated by everyone here on the team. But in the meantime, and as always, thanks for tuning in.